Welcome listeners to episode 43 of the Running Guy podcast, where I aim to provide informative content and interviews with elite athletes and health professionals from around the world, like in today's episode, where I'm chatting to a Canberra runner who's just ran a personal best up on the Gold Coast in the marathon distance, who also performs at the elite level in the discipline of trail and mountain running. Welcome to the Running Guy podcast, Michael Daly. How you going, Thank Mike? Thank you. Very good, thanks. Fantastic. Uh, good to have you on, mate. It's good to have another Canberra runner on the pod. Mate, uh, congrats. Marathon PB up on the Goldie last Sunday, 227.33. Yep, thank you very much. It's uh, been, a, been a long time coming. been five years since I lowered that, so I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It adds a bit more uh, worth to all the training you would have uh, done in prep for the race. Yeah, absolutely. Mate, five days post-event. What are your thoughts on your performance now? You've sort of had time to uh, digest that race. Um, well, I was... Going into the race, I was thinking maybe even 224 was possible, but that would have been the absolute best. So I feel I still have another minute or uh, still probably had another minute or two in me. Okay. Um, still three-minute PB is nothing to be sneezed at. So Yeah, certainly. certainly. That. Lisa Waitman, obviously a fantastic run, 225.55, finishing second female there. So she obviously just finished up the road from you. Just sort of interested. Did you guys sort of um, spend too much time running together? I mean, she's in Team Telford like yourself. Was there any sort of team strategies or were you actually running together during the race or did you guys end up having a finish around the same time or how'd that one work? Um, yeah, well, after Sydney 10, Sydney 10 was the first time I actually met her in person. Okay. Yep. And um, we started chatting a little bit after that. We, we worked out we would have been going for pretty similar marathon times because we finished pretty close together at Sydney 10. So, yeah, we decided we would... Um, Try and go at the same pace, and she actually organised a pacer, or ended up the great Michael Shelley to pace us as well. And so I just um, hung on to them for as long as I could, and I think it was about 20, 22k. I just started dropping off. That was quite an experience to be able to run with two two legends of our sport. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I want to sort of break down the race a little bit further, um, further into our chat. Yeah, Sydney 10, that's where um, Lisa ran that uh, 31.20, the fastest 10K on Aussie soil. Yeah, uh, absolutely sensational. Yeah, <laughs> three seconds off Benita's national record of 31.17. So, so we might as well mention it now. So you you ran your PB there, as, as you said, 31.15. So, so yeah, clearly finishing 10K together it, uh, sounded like a good strategy. I know Dick is, oh. is a big fan on, on 10K fitness. He probably thought that that was possible as well. How much um, guidance or, or, or training were you actually doing with, with Dick leading into the marathon? Not directly with the group because uh, most of the group is kind of made up of 1500 or 5k type runners so okay, yep. when i was doing my longer stuff i did a lot of that on my own and it was actually pretty pretty much the same as what lisa was getting as well so i was uh, quite quite lonely training on my own sometimes but i i think it um builds a bit of mental toughness to be able to keep on your paces without having anyone to to hang on to work as a chippy is that right yeah, that's right. Actually, I only just got home. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was just thinking. So, how do you sort of do you work for yourself? No, I work for a company. You're doing uh, commercial carpentry. Okay. So, how did you sort of manage that with uh, with the amount of work you would have been putting in for your um, marathon training? Um, well, I guess it's just like just like anything really. If it's important enough to you, you find a way. So, I I do my my doubles. I usually get up around somewhere around four o'clock in the morning and usually get a, a short run in before work eight to ten k or maybe even up to 16 sometimes and then do the main session or main run in the afternoon well liam does it he's you know everyone can do it eh? no <laughs> yeah, that's good because right. i was having a look on australia you've already ran four thousand k's this year and then i thought the guy's working full time it's you know 
again, there are people doing it, but it is an amazing effort. I mean, majority of us try to run with that sort of load. We just want to be falling asleep at one o'clock, and I'm sure maybe you are looking for a, for a pillow at two o'clock during the day as well. But um, yeah, it's yeah, pretty hard. I mean, clearly when you're working full time, um, especially you know labour intensive work and running up to 180k's a week that I saw you were doing leading in, you know, consistently, it must be just so important to get all those little things right to make sure you're recovering. Yeah, definitely. Um, all the all the one percenters try and eat as well as I can, see a physio fairly regularly, and uh, massages and everything like that. I was I was having a look at uh, at your marathons. The first Canberra marathon was like eight years ago. It'll make the listeners feel feel good that uh, it was a, a two fifty. But then yep. a year later, you've gone two forty one, and then a year later, you've gone two thirty four. So you're um, improving fast there. So like two thirty four, and that was that was six years ago. Uh, yeah, and that was, yeah, just off the podium in full spot there. So you've been doing them, doing them for quite a while. I was just wondering, 2.34 that long ago, and then you could say back in Tokyo, 3rd of March, 2019, you ran 2.30.58. And that was in, that's amazing. At 2.30.58 in Tokyo, you get 164th position. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> yeah. just insane, isn't it? That's just scary, you know. A lot of places you, you can finish in the top three, but uh, yeah. I'm sort of leading into the fact that you've obviously done, and you have done, I should say, rather than obviously, um, for listeners don't know, done a lot of work on the trails and, and running up mountains, which is, you know, what happens when you live in Canberra because that's what we're surrounded by. Um, yeah. So I was just thinking, you know, with, with that progression down to a 2.27 now over that, call it a long time period, were you sort of focusing on trying to do everything or was there times where you were just focusing on on the on, on the track or, or trying to get better at mountain running or I'm just trying to find out how, that's, how you sort of navigated through all that? Um, yeah, well, uh, the marathon was always the, the number one distance, number one event. But, okay. Well, when I when I came back to running. So when you say came back, what does that mean? Uh, okay, yeah. So as a, I was a runner as a as a teenager, and I I stopped it for various reasons at about nineteen, age nineteen, twenty or okay. so. Yep. As a track and, runner, or um, yeah, eight hundred, fifteen hundred, and right. usual cross country and everything. Okay. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Was that? Um, did you? Sorry, are you a Canberra? Did you grow up here or? Yeah, born and bred. Okay. Yep. So yeah, I did all those. Made it. Made a few. Made it to a few national cross countries. And yeah, and then I gave it up for a little while. Probably yeah, like maybe early twenties. Yep. Um, took it back up in 2012 as a 26 year old. Then yeah, I ran ran the Melbourne half marathon that year. And the idea was to always run the marathon the year after is my my debut. So for a while there, I was mostly focusing on the marathon. Um, originally, I was just training myself, and then I joined joined Telford Squad. Okay. Yeah, and then for a little while there, I started doing some trails and even a couple of ultras. So I kind of didn't get to run too many road marathons in that time, but um, I was always intending on going back to focusing on the marathon. But I actually believe the trails and ultras probably helped helped the marathon in a way. Yep, certainly. Uh, you're fairly stocky as a runner. You're solid through through the legs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you put like when you're running on the track as a kid? Did you always have a, like that solid build, or is that something you sort of built up over the years? Or no, I've always had a pretty solid build, like um, very chunky thighs. Definitely got got that from my dad. He was a he was a rugby league player, and okay, yep. Yeah, he always he always had the chunky thighs. So I guess I got that from him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, certainly. Obviously, there's there's a lot of power involved in there as well. 
Absolutely. Okay, so do you still do a lot of your running around around the trails and, and try to hit a lot of elevation, um, like a lot of runners do when, when they live in Canberra? Uh, yeah, it, usually in um, not when it's marathon-specific training time, but yep. when it's during my base building time, I like to get out into the mountains. Thanks, thanks mostly to Sam Burridge. He's taken me out there a fair bit. Living in Canberra, as you said, we're surrounded by mountains, beautiful trails, lots of lots of great places to run. So you're crazy if you don't don't take advantage of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, bit of clean air. As you know, we can get up to uh, nearly six thousand feet pretty easily up there in Jinjera and Janini and up in the Brindabella. So as you said, yeah, Sam loves uh, venturing up that way. And Mount Tennant, obviously, you would have been up there a few times. Australian Mountain Running Championships, spent a lot of time running up there. It's it's definitely a definitely a great place to run, and um, majority yeah. of the time you're out there on your own, just with some kangaroos running around. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's pretty good, and you know, and what Dick spends a lot of time down there on the uh, on the grass track at Stromlo Park. So um, yeah, it's brilliant facilities that we have. Yeah, absolutely. In eighteen, you were pretty successful there, six foot track. Have you only done that once? Done that twice. Okay. As well as UTA twice. So I think, but both races I had. One good one and one bad one. <laughs> yep, yep. So 2018 six-foot track, three hours 33. That, that's motoring. So finishing fifth overall. Yeah, it was probably one of the, the fittest stages of my, my career then. Yeah, that was good. Who, who picked up the chocolate that year? Was that um, was that Tom's year or? Oh, uh, no, that was, that was Vlad. Oh, Vlad. Yeah, okay. So what was, yep. the, what was the winning time there? Pretty quick, about 318 that year. He's, he's yeah, also okay. on a 315, so. Yeah, right, yeah. And what, UTA, that's the 50? Yeah, 50, and that was um, it was kind of an afterthought after I'd, I ran pretty well at six foot two weeks out. Yep. So I had quite a good quite a good training in the legs, but had, I didn't do too much elevation until probably yeah four weeks out from UTA, and definitely no no stair training. So that was it was quite uh, quite eye opening. Yeah. So you hadn't been on the course, you had no idea what was coming. Yeah, I had had plenty of idea. I knew there was plenty of stairs and there's lots of steep climbs and right and descents as well. Yep. But it's it's just one one thing knowing about it and another thing actually Doing running it. it. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that was that was quite a good experience and so Sam so Sam got the chocolates that year. But did you finish just behind him or? Yeah. Um, I think you passed you just pretty I, much final only a couple of k's to go, didn't you? Or? Yeah. So I ended up in the lead from from the start really and i didn't i didn't see anyone at all ended up running most of it on my own until about 40 47k or so just just as i started to think oh maybe i can hold on and win this yeah yeah sam coming up and at the time i was i was completely gone so i had i couldn't go with him and and he ended up putting six minutes into me in the last three k so okay yeah Yeah. he was he was finishing really strong that year and yep 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 i was uh Kind of just holding on. Yep, yep, sure. And what happened in in nineteen? You said you did it twice. Was that was that the good year getting second? I hope. Yes. Yeah, so what happened <laughs> the following year? Um, yeah, I was coming off Tokyo Marathon, so we you ran your two thirty. Yeah. Yeah, that was about two months before. Um, I got a had a little ITV niggle, so that put me out for kind of I missed a few sessions here and there. So I think the fitness dropped a fair bit between the marathon and UTA. And yeah, I, I think the fitness was just just not there. So I was struggling early on, and it was okay. I still finished under under five hours, and I think I was about fifteenth uh, 
yeah, compared to the year before, it wasn't wasn't as strong. And I think maybe the, the recovery from a road marathon is a lot harder than, say, recovering from six-foot track. Yeah, that, that probably probably played a part as well. So the focus is, is still on the road marathon. You mentioned you'd like to, you think you've got a couple of minutes up your sleeve. So do you think you'll continue to just do these these trial runs and that just for, for training and fitness? Or do you think you're going to say, maybe I'll just do less of that and just really focus on, on nailing that next marathon? Um, yeah, I'd like to keep going on the trails because it's good for good for strength, good for injury prevention to, to not always be slamming on the roads or the, the track. But yeah, the, the main focus will be the road marathon for yeah. now. What sort of percentage do you reckon you spend on the road when, when you're training in, in a marathon block? Do you spend a lot of time on the road even though we've got all the trials to run on? Or Yeah, so in a normal week I'd get my Tuesday-Thursday session and a Sunday long run, which is it is basically a session as well. So those those three main sessions will be on the paths or the roads. And then I try and get a fair amount of my easy runs done on the trails. Yep. Yeah, so all the, all the quality stuff is done on the paths. How's the body been absorbing all the training? Like, have you had any sort of major issues with injuries over the years? Or are you sort of being a bit, I don't know, I could be completely wrong, but, you know, you're so, just so solid from, from the hips down, you just assume possibly that means it absorbed the load a little bit more. Sam always reckons, you know, mountain runners are a bit more resilient with all that uh, pounding on the roads. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. I, I've only really had the one injury that was back in 2019 and before that it was was one as a teenager and yeah probably running the mountains would, would definitely help with the, the strength and, and the injury prevention as well a lot more lateral movement through the foot and you're always constantly you know bounding or jumping or twisting and yeah i think it's fantastic with you you talk about your, your sunday run being a session as well you generally doing the the standard long sunday run with marathon specific work in it if so what, how does that sort of look yeah so um, it'd usually be about 30 to 35k and there'd be a section in there at about somewhere between 10, 10 to 15, 16k kind of a marathon target pace. Just a, as, as a straight 10, like 15 or 16, do you sometimes break it up into like, you know, four threes or four fours or four fives or anything like that? Or you just, you'd rather just run it straight as marathon pace? Um, yeah, you usually try to get straight out. Yep. 10 off, yeah, 10 to 15k in the one go. The longer reps are probably more for Thursdays, so like a 3 by 5k or I did a did a 2 by 8k actually as one of them. Um, so when you're doing 2 by 8s like on a Tuesday or Thursday session, you're running them like, you know, 10 seconds faster than marathon pace or is it always around that marathon pace? Yeah, it was I was doing them around around the target marathon pace, so that yep. was we were looking at 324 and i was yep. yeah mostly mostly nailing those yep. sessions as the weeks were ticking over you getting close to the goalie was that starting to feel a bit more comfortable or is that sort of it still feels tough and you sort of start to go oh this is how am i going to do this for 42 type mentality um sometimes it was just it was a it was definitely a grind and it was uh, you kind of it was a bit harder yeah a bit more hard work because i was doing it on my own yeah. and yep. yep and we had a lot of a lot of windy days there and i'm sure. trying to do it on around the lake where you okay. can't really escape the wind you can't get anyone on a pushy helping you out just to give you company or? uh i did i did have uh, someone jumped in one of my 15k tempos on a sunday for a little bit yeah, yeah. that was probably the best session that was two weeks out yeah yeah 15k yeah. was pretty good yeah yeah you got to find people that can run 320s <laughs> 
Yeah. Rogues gets around a fair bit. Do you ever jump in with him or or see him down uh, the lake a fair lately. bit? Not lately, but I used to, but probably should actually. He's uh, he's quite the athlete though, so he's, he's moving pretty well. Yeah. Did he race Goldie? I, was, I probably should know, but I saw him a week no. out. No. No, okay. Yeah, he's looking for no, about a week out. I thought maybe he was prepping for that. I was just thinking when you're doing your Sunday runs and, and your other runs, you, you're sponsored by Hammer. I think you've been with them for, for quite a long time, haven't you? Hammer Nutrition? Yeah, since uh, 2018. 2018, yep, okay. So after, after I had a good couple of races, I, I applied for the uh, – every year they, they ask for people to be – ambassadors sure so yeah i applied that year and yeah. accepted so yeah what, what do you like about that product compared to others well the, the gels the gels aren't the really really sweet stuff okay so yeah I, I like how it you know i like the gels mm. especially the there's a hazelnut chocolate flavor it's tastes like nutella it's great yeah yeah i think that's the one i've actually tried yeah it does taste exactly like nutella yeah, so good. Had, yeah, had yeah. a couple of them in the marathon. It was great. Yeah, yeah. You feel like you, you know, you've, you've snuck out of, into the kitchen as a kid and got a chocolate cookie out of the jar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always feel like I'm being bad when I have one of them. It's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Do they have liquid um drinks as well? Yeah, they have. Uh, it's called Fizz. It's a okay. a tablet. Oh, okay. Like an electrolyte drink. Yeah. Yeah. I use them for my personal personal drinks. Goldie as well. Okay, so it still has some carbs in it, or it's just for electrolytes. I think it has carbs in it as well. Yeah, yeah, as well on electrolytes. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, you've been a carpenter and you're sponsored by Hammer Nutrition, mate. I'm sure you've heard that before. The old carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, no one's ever said that before. Oh, really? But, uh, yeah, it's it pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw that. <laughs> and I thought, no, oh, that's interesting. Someone else out there will be as silly as me, but I actually have to think: what is the difference between a carpenter and a builder? And and is a builder a chippy and is a carpenter a chippy? So uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Apparently, this is Mr. Google, and they're never wrong. Um, so apparently, uh, yes, a carpenter is a chippy. Now, I've always been calling, you know, if someone said they're a builder, I just assume they're a chippy. But maybe not. It looks like they're just carpenters. And then although the difference between a carpenter and a builder is like a builder is sort of like the foreman. He sort of runs the show. He gets all the contractors in. He's sort of overseeing the whole job. And obviously, yeah. he's got to be licensed while that was. Whereas you may actually work for a, a builder and you come in and do all the all the timber work or cabinetry or, or whatever. Is there something like is carpenter quite a broad term and you could do lots of things being called a carpenter? Yeah, absolutely. Um, whereas your your electricians they they just do do the electricity and plumbers just do all the all the plumbing stuff. Carpenters do a lot. We yeah. can we do all the do all the framing, install doors. We can do the skirting, architraves, and um, even yeah, install kitchens. Even though it's kind of more of a more of a joiner, but okay, we do a lot. <laughs> yeah. And did you ever think about being a builder or, you, or or not? Yeah, I do. I can I can do that, but um, yep. at the moment it kind of takes up a lot of time, and I still want to. It would it would take up a lot of time and well, a couple still couple of years that. of studying to get your license and all that or yeah I think I think it's two years to get your certificate yeah. and then there's a few other things you have to do I haven't really looked into it too much but yeah so is that what you did when you left school you went and got your trade or uh yeah I I started a little bit later than most people I didn't go straight out of school but had a few odd jobs here and there until I until I worked out I wanted to. Be a carpenter and started that. Started my apprenticeship age twenty. Clarify, a chippy is just a carpenter. Yes. There we go. Now I know. Right. Stop calling builders chippies. 
And I assume it's because you guys are chipping up wood and there's chips coming off. Is it that simple? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know where it, where that uh, name originated. Not sure. That's the only other thing. It was just like wood chips, chippy. You know, it's maybe, maybe not. Unless you guys sit around eating chips all day. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them, a lot of them do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right, mate. What's next on the on the racing calendar then? Obviously, uh, well, first of all, how how you pulled up after the Goldie? Um, a lot better than I usually do after a road marathon. I mean, even though it's been three years since I, I've done one, had a full crack at one, but uh, yeah, pretty well. General tiredness and soreness to be yep. expected. Yep. You're running in like a super shoe with a with a plate in it, or? Yeah, I used um, used the Alpha Flyers. Okay. This time. Yep. You've used a vapor before that, or? Yeah, I've used the vapor flies for yep. um, a couple of ten k's and half marathons. Yep. So yep, and the alpha was I've I haven't given them a go. Apparently, it's pretty individual. Are you going to like them or not? But obviously, you found them pretty good. Yeah, I wasn't sure about them to begin with, so I only decided late that I was going to wear them for the marathon. Mm. I just liked uh, he had some strides, did some strides in them on the Friday before, and they felt really good. Mm. So yeah, I, I think the a little bit extra cushioning is probably make it make some really good shoe for a marathon. Okay. But do you, like the road feel, did it feel different running in it compared to the Vaporfly? Or was it a bit hard to tell? Or is there, is there anything significant? And you just go, yeah, they're just, you know, you're in an alpha when you're wearing them. Yeah, definitely. You, you can tell the difference. I mean, they're, they're a little bit heavier, but they're more, more kind of cushion, more cushion than the Vapors. So, so when you hit the ground, you feel like you're sort of soaking into it a little bit more. Does it feel like it's giving you a bit more back, or I think it's yeah, it gives you a bit more back. It feels yeah. feel a little bit bouncier. Yeah. Do you feel that it puts you into that really nice rolling toe position quickly, like like you know, like the vapors do, or yeah, pretty yeah, pretty similar. Yeah. In oh. that regard, but... yeah, I might have to try it. But I mean, I'm in love with the vapors. It's just uh, I feel like I'm cheating every time I put them on, but everyone else is wearing them, <laughs> so it's all even. Yeah. Exactly. All right, mate, let's go back uh, to the marathon. Um, now, you, you said when we were speaking in the intro that uh, that you sort of ran there with Lisa and uh, you had Michael Shelley, the great Michael Shelley, um, acting as pacer for you guys. Um, you mentioned you sort of hung around for about 22K, I guess, before the elastic bands started to break. Pace that you were running with those guys, was it quicker? I'm just wondering why why the 22K, um, you start to uh, sort of feel it. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe uh, I haven't run marathon at that pace before maybe that um so you so you were running run. as planned you weren't that they weren't running a bit quicker per k or anything like that no a little probably a little bit early on we might have been going a little bit quick because it was it was a we had a good group of about probably 10 in total and then i think about 10k actually lisa missed one of her personal drinks so she kind of backtracked a little bit to get that so and then i ended up um just dropping back with her with uh, michael to keep her company which which also suited me as well because i think i was finding the pace a little bit hot just early but okay yep yeah um, i don't know really the, the female that, that won it was was she ever were, were those guys ever running together was was she always at the front or no she was in a group uh just a little bit ahead of us okay so in sight yeah. uh yeah she was early on okay but i think she might have caught a break yep i was thinking yeah missing a bottle i have to go back and get it just a just a nightmare having to do that and you've got to keep your anxiety levels down because you feel you've got to chase up and catch up the time yeah i actually did the same thing in one of my personal drinks i think at 25 around about the 25k mark yeah okay 
I missed it. No, I think I think I really needed it at the time, so I did go and go back and grab it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a tough call that one for sure. Um, all right, so so 22k. What the legs just started to get a bit heavy, or you actually made a decision? Look, I don't think I can hold this. Let's just back it off now before it gets worse. Or, or what was going on? Yeah, they just started to get a little bit heavy, and it's probably a little bit of both. Actually, I did. I dropped off just a little bit, and then it just kind of they gradually got away from me. So it was more or less. I just decided to try and stay strong rather than staying on the pace we were at, and then having a big bigger blow up later. So, so the pace you were doing when you were running with them for the first 22k, and what did your pace drop to um, once you're on your own? So we're probably at about 3:25, 26 or so pace. So we went through 5k around 17, 10. 10k was the next 5k i think was a little bit quicker and halfway was was 72 36 actually so ended up with about a bit over two minute positive split okay. but um i wouldn't think it was last k for the whole day was 341 so it wasn't as though i had a gigantic blow up or anything like that yeah i think you said you had a bit of a dark patch with 20 to 25k and then you sort of came good towards the end yeah so yeah, not long after i dropped off um lisa and michael started to struggle a bit and I thought it was going to be a big blow up. I just tried to, and also that was a pretty lonely part of the course. It was, wasn't raining with anyone and there was like, it was probably the only section of the course there was no, no support. So it was, it was quite lonely for a little bit until probably close to 30k coming back onto the, onto the hole, onto the main road there. Yeah. And we started to come back to the crowd. Back over the bridge. Yeah. So yeah, two minutes is not too bad. Yeah. Any nutrition help get you up? Um, yeah, the nutrition probably helped. I had my, my three gels, hammer gels, and some of the electrolytes as well. What were the conditions like? Yeah. I didn't really get a, a, an accurate report on it because obviously they were forecasting rain all week and everyone was worried, but it, I mean, I think there was rain on the Saturday during the half. Yeah, there was Yeah, there was a fair bit of rain on the Saturday. Yep. Um, most of it dried the roads up the time of the Sunday, and yep. it was uh, a lot better than the forecast was saying. Okay. Early in the week, ended up being... Um, Cool, overcast, not really any wind to speak of, and okay. the only the only rain came about about a quarter past eight, probably right near the end of the marathon. So two uh, two twenty seven. What what position did that get you in again? Twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not too bad. Well done, mate. Thank you. Won't be long before you drop that down for sure. Yeah, hopefully. Canberra went into lockdown last uh, last August. It dragged out till about October. Were you in, um, sort of affected by that in any way? Not as badly as others. We um, had, ended up having uh, three weeks in lockdown and, yeah, we came back early September. So it wasn't quite as bad as uh, everyone else. And training-wise, since I lived in Queanbeyan at the time, I wasn't restricted by the, the one-hour exercise rule. So that okay. was quite yeah. nice to be able to get out. Yeah, look, it sucked for many reasons, but there was uh, one shiny thing about it was it was quiet. It was it was just so nice. There was no one around, so I did enjoy that. But yeah, okay. So so employment wasn't um wasn't affected much. So just three weeks lockdown. Um. So yeah. and what were you doing for training and racing at that time? Uh, it wasn't any races on. I, I snuck one in just before lockdown, yeah, the yeah. local Bush Capital uh, Marathon. Okay. Yep. A good hit out there. Yep. Right. Yeah. And uh, you, you sort of uh, survived the whole COVID thing. Fine. No worries. Uh, not until um not until after we came back from lockdown there was i caught it in early november okay it was probably the first uh it was part of the first delta wave after lockdown right 
No, a few guys at work got it. There was actually about 10 or 11 of us that got it at the same time. Did it knock you around badly or? Thankfully, I was pretty, I was one of the lucky ones. I didn't get it too badly. I just um, had a bit of a sniffle to start with. Then just, just a little cough and maybe a little bit a little bit tired, but I was um, still, still able to run a bit during lockdown. I was able to get a treadmill delivered to my house, mm-hmm. but I dropped outside and uh, dragged it up the stairs and set that up and I was able to get a, a few runs in. Yeah, okay, right here. While I was locked inside. Okay, what, you bought one or you hired one? No, I bought one. Yeah. I, I yeah. went on to Jim Quip. Yep, okay, and yep. I delivered it within 24 hours. Yeah, great. yeah. Yeah, I bet they were busy that time of year delivering stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, buying any fitness equipment uh, was a nightmare. You walk into Kmart and whatever, and they didn't have one dumbbell or kettlebell. Or Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I, there must be a lot of stuff uh, on Gumtree for sale at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Mate, there's a lot of a lot of uh, Instagram pics around with you uh, with dogs, mate. It looks like you're a lover of dogs. Yeah, absolutely. Grew up with dogs and uh, had, I've had a few in my time yeah yeah until they get to come to the job sites or they got to stay at home no i wish i wish i could take them it's kind of a part-time arrangement actually with my way ex we i sometimes get to get to look after the dogs so yeah no, i can't can't take them to site that's that's probably why i don't have them with me at the moment yeah 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 um maybe if you want uh, yeah <laughs> back off the run and get a builder and get the ute and chuck the dogs in the back and they just drive around all day with you yeah, that's an idea, actually. <laughs> what about running trails? Do you take them out for for a run, or? Yeah, they're quite good. Um, got a got a little beagle who's who's only like really small, ten kilo dog, but she she loves it. Take her out for about five or six k. I'll actually take her to park run tomorrow and see see how she goes. I can almost get her under twenty minutes, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Which one are you gonna do? Uh, probably Burley Griffins. Okay. Yeah, find that the quickest. I'll see you there. I'm going to go down. I, I'm, not, I'm normally work eight um eight o'clock Saturday mornings up to lunchtime, but uh, I got a client away, so I'm taking advantage. I'll head down there. It's going to be oh, a, cool. Going to be a frosty start. I'm just. Oh, like, is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it, yeah. It's hoping this wind dies down. It's meant to die down overnight. It's going. It's blowing pretty hard, as you know. It's like you said, you're doing some of those runs around the lake, and it was like 40k winds, and uh, yeah, it makes it a bit tough. Yeah, especially when you're trying to keep a consistent pace. Oh, it'd just be a killer. Yes. I sort of always look at the, the wind direction. I can sort of, and as you probably do, you sort of work out which are the better ways to go and whether you're going to have the head or the tailwind. And... Yeah, it's a bit, a bit hard to kind of time it to work out. I always seem to end up doing my last reps into the wind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which makes them even slower when you're the most fatigued. But Yeah, for sure. As long as, uh, as, long as the effort's there, you're, you're getting the uh, right sort of training in. I don't think we got around to uh, to answering what what you got coming up next. Uh, yeah, so I think provided I keep recovering pretty well, I think I'll back up and run uh, Melbourne. Okay, yep. So it'll be, I think that's the second of October. So yeah, that's twelve weeks from Sunday. Yeah, right, yeah. So what you just you just slowly rebuild back up for that again? Yeah. Like as, far, so as far as your K's go, like you're going to say, look, I just need to you know, take it easy for a few weeks and then slowly build back up. And do you sort of, are you think you might try to hit the mileage you're hitting like the 180 weeks? Or are you going to think all the strength and conditioning, you just go off a goalie, you're probably not going to have to put in as much effort. I mean, not, I wouldn't yeah. say as much effort, but not as much, you know, focus on, on the big volume. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I, I haven't done such a short turnaround, turnaround before. Yeah. I, usually, I usually do like six months. So yep, yep. that's time enough to, sure. usually time enough to have a recovery and yep. then, Yep. proper base build but i guess with all the training in me it's probably just carry 
carry over as long as I can um, recover well and I keep doing something to keep it yeah. keep a decent level of fitness. Yeah, it's sort of exciting and, and interesting to see actually, I mean, if it was me, and I'm sure you're thinking the same, to see actually how, how you do go with that short turnaround. I mean, 12 weeks is probably minimum really, isn't it? I mean, I know some guys just turn around really, really quickly, but if you really want to perform and go a bit quicker, I think 12 weeks would have to be the minimum. Yeah, I'm thinking of um, I might do a bit more cross-training in the next couple of weeks while while I'm not running a hell of a lot yep. just to keep the kind of keep the aerobic fitness up until I can get back into full training. Yep, yep. Yeah. Would you Wanna... try and would you try and find um like a group down there to run with? I mean, Melbourne around that you know let's just say you're aiming for 24, 25, there'd be a reasonable sort of group of people around that time, wouldn't there? And you know, as yeah. as we know that the top women are running around that time as well. I mean, they'll probably be busy October Com Games, a lot of them. But they're not all going to be at Com Games, so yeah, that it's not a bad little time. There should be a decent group around that time. Do you think? Yeah, I'd hope so. I run Melbourne before, and there was I did two thirty three, and I had a good group. Not too sure but if if I end up on my own, I'll I'll be fine with that. I do a do a lot of my long runs on my own. So so you've only done Melbourne once before. Uh, I've done Melbourne twice. So yeah. That was my, my first one in 2013 and then came back 2015. Okay, yeah, right. Well, tell me about 2013 because I only, I only, IAAF are only showing um 2014 in Canberra. So what time did you do? Okay, it? yeah. I did uh, 2.52. Okay, there you go, yep. Yeah, so that was my... That's good because it's the very first one. You still got still got quicker just about uh, every time you've ran, which is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> what gold? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So 2017 up on the Goldie. Th- this is the comparison actually. Up on the Goldie, you ran 2:30:24 in 2017 and finished 26 in Tokyo. You pretty much ran yeah only like 10 or 15 seconds difference, and the the difference in positions. is from uh, 164th position to 26, so yeah. During Tokyo, strangely enough, I even though there was a lot of runners around, I ended up spending a lot of on, a lot of that on my own. Yeah, okay, right, yeah. Did you love bit, Tokyo? Yeah. I, I can imagine. I mean, the Japanese love their marathon running. I could imagine the atmosphere and and the organisation, and you know, it must be fantastic running there. Is is that correct? Yeah, it's fantastic. The the streets are just lined with people, even even though it was raining on the day. Um, okay, yep. Yeah, really well organised. Yeah. Um, any of the other Aussie elites run that year, or? Uh, I remember Dion ran that year. I was seeing him right at the start line. Actually, I was I started right next to him. It was okay. I'd never, I'd never met him before in person, but yep. then. Can you remember how he ran that year? He ran pretty well. I think he ran a two twenty one or something like that. Wow. And, okay. Yeah. And right since yeah. then, he's gone under two twenty. So. Yep. Yep. That was uh, it was quite cool to see him there. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. That's one you have to run a certain time to qualify for. They're pretty hard to get into, aren't they? Yeah, um, they'd uh, they did a they had a sub elite category. They, they, I think it was a new thing that year. Um, where with you know within a, t- a time range, I think it was two twenty five to two forty five, maybe. Okay. Yeah. If you run one of those, you could uh, apply for the sub elite category. I think it okay. was just, just the international. Yeah. And there was about a quarter of about fifteen hundred or something. Okay. Yep. And was so it what was... the two thirty and the goalie get you in, or did you run something else to get you in for that one? Uh, I was able to use the Gold Coast one. Yeah, yeah. Right. That, was, yeah that was quite an experience to get get a world major in, and then got another one later in the year. Yep. At Chicago. How'd that one go? Um, well, that was when I I got injured about 
uh, about three months out. So that was that was basically just just to finish. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I think for for the three months beforehand, my longest run was about fourteen k. So yeah. there wasn't any fitness in the legs, and I you'd already paid for it, and you're you're going over, so you just went anyway. Is that right or? Yeah, if it was yep. if it was any anyone in Australia, I, I would have yeah. So what was the injury? Ah, uh, so it was started with a, a left glute problem and everything else around it. Yep. Basically, you know, for for a long time, I wasn't. Uh, my form was a little bit a little bit off, so it just loaded up the, the glute med and everything else around it, and just because you were sort yeah, of compensating and loading everything else up, trying to run through it. Yeah. Yep. No, the physio got me right and sorted out my form, so. We don't go back to those those injury days. Yeah. Were you doing much strength work? Like, let's just say that the recent block for for Goldie, or you just focusing on the running. Were you doing any strength and conditioning or anything in the gym? Or yeah, I go to the gym on on a Friday morning before work. Um, and there's a there's a guy there. He has his own gym, and he yeah he sets me a a program and cha- changes the program every six weeks. And okay, does a lot of running specific stuff like you. Yeah, sink leg squats and plenty of core work and all that. Yeah, Bulgarian split squats. Yeah, yeah, there's, they're a favourite of his. Yeah, they're on. They are because they should be a favourite for everyone. If there's only one thing you're going to do in a gym, your miles will do that. They are just so good for running. Yeah, and and as you know, running is just a series of hops. Everything's on one leg, so I, I just think it's so important to isolate one leg when you're doing strength work for sure. Yeah, absolutely, and I think it's probably helped me quite a bit no oh, definitely keep doing those when you go over to these uh majors you turn them into a holiday or is it just in and out and get back to work yeah turn it into holiday so yeah. both both times yeah for it's the best way two to do weeks it. Um, my partner at the time was we had a great time both tokyo and the u.s so so melbourne melbourne in october how long are you going to continue is there is there a certain time you want to hit are you thinking i'm going to be running marathons for the next two or three years are you not thinking too much about it or, or, or what are you sort of thinking in the future um i think i can eventually run under 220 okay yep see how we go but some people might laugh at that but i, I think i can so yeah no that's fine i mean yeah it was more just to see how you were thinking and you're thinking look i'm just gonna run melbourne and then and then focus on other things or no that's good you got that goal definitely yeah, it's uh, it's always it's always been the almost always been the focus of the marathon. So yep, yep. I think if I don't give that everything everything I've got, I'll end up regretting it. So yep. Have you chatted? I mean, Dick, um, you know, big on big on 10k fitness, and you know, gets all his athletes. He, you know, believe if you if you fit at 10k, then you just all you have to do is adjust your training to, to run shorter distance or faster distances. And, and I assume yep. to run a sub-220 marathon, you probably, whether you've had this discussion or looked into it yourself, you'd probably have to run a low 30 for 10K possibly. So it's like, okay, I've got to get quicker so. for 10K and then I can run a sub-220 marathon. Is that sort of the way you're thinking? Or Yeah, that's that's probably right. Yeah, I was before I decided on, well, I haven't really decided on Melbourne, but before I was half decided on it, I, um, I was thinking either, either do that or try and work on the 5 and 10k speed and then maybe do another marathon um yeah early next year or something but then i you know, kind of figured i've got the work in me so i may as well and I, I thought i had another minute or two at the gold coast so i may as well have another crack now yeah no it's definitely like exactly right i mean yeah. when you're fit and, and and the body's absorbing the training and you got no real niggles yeah i reckon it's smart because sometimes you just you know, you never know what's around the corner in life, isn't it? So I think when you're moving yeah. well, you, you might as well have a crack for sure. Absolutely. 
I'm just having a look now. Um, I'm just seeing what it says. So to run a 220 marathon, you've got to be able to run a 30-23-10. There you go. That's about that's about 50 seconds. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a bit of work. You got to run five in 14:37. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, but it's I mean it's it's just a bunch of numbers, but it's amazing how uh, how accurate those numbers can be because um. Yeah, running does it does sort of transfer over. You know, I can imagine most guys running two twenty are probably running sub thirty on the track for sure. So yeah, it's, I think it's fun. Uh, well, I, I like myself to okay, I want to run a certain time for a marathon to, to think about running faster over the five and ten. And a lot of people sort of sort of struggle with that sort of concept, but it seems to work every time, and it sort of makes sense to me. But um, and I just think it makes training more fun rather than just focusing okay i've got to run so many k's for for 14 16 weeks and that's it you sort of think okay let's just get quicker the shorter stuff and that'll help me run faster over the marathon I'd, for me it just sort of um it's more interesting keeps training a little bit more fun yeah absolutely i agree you're obviously um moving pretty well leading into into the goal i see up there uh in march port mac port macquarie half marathon picked up the win there 110 44 you happy with that yeah, I was quite happy with that. It was a flat course, but it wasn't exactly quick. I figured I was probably in about 68, mid to 69 shape, you know, on a fast course. This course was, a, it was like a multi-lap course, so and there was quite a f- few sections where there was several tight turns. So I had, I think I worked out I had eight, eight turnaround points plus probably another 20 other right angle type tight turns so it didn't make for a, a very quick race but it was and it was also quite humid being Port Macquarie yeah and it had plenty of rain so did you have anyone to run with or you sort of out the front on your own or no I was out the front of my own that one okay um, you'd ran to... I, th- I haven't got it here but I remember seeing it when I was doing my research did you run a 110 in Canberra as well and that was quite a while ago uh, yeah, that would have been 2017. Uh, yeah, okay. Finished third and a half that year. So you'd love to see a, uh, a 67, 68 against your name, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. But I, I, yeah, the half is probably not really a priority because you use them as either either training runs or just kind of lead up hitouts. Yeah. I've got the uh, I think the Aussies are on on Sunshine Coast in August, aren't they? I think. Yes. Are. Yeah, you wouldn't think about having a. Having a go on that as a as a prep for for Melbourne. Um, well, I, I did think about that. Then the application's closed on Wednesday, so oh, okay, right. Left that a bit late. Wasn't really thinking about that with the with the marathon halves aren't exactly priority. What what's your favourite distance? Uh, yeah, marathon is the favourite distance. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you're a sicko. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. they're, they're so hard, aren't they? Just. Do you, do you find them mentally draining as well? Like you're just mentally exhausted at the end as well as much as you are physically in in a way. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because you don't when you don't you don't really want to switch off during a marathon because you want to be trying to keep to a, a good pace. Yeah. So you kind of you don't want to switch off at all. So the, the mind's mind's working. It is just as it hard is. as the body. They really got that distance right, didn't they? I mean, if, if a marathon was 37k, we'd just be killing it. But it's amazing. How tough that final 5K is, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That was probably, I had a good last 5K actually. It was Okay. Um, but it was probably the, around, around 25 to 35 was probably the worst worst I was feeling. I somehow got, got my second wind after the last yeah. sort of 5K and finished off 
pretty well actually. They're just hard. They're hard. I uh, I, get, <laughs> I get more nervous about running road marathons than I do any distance, whether it be an ultra or the or multi sport or, or whatever it is. Just road marathons are just bloody hard, and for some reason we keep going back to them. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think it's just because of that challenge, and yeah, you just need to have so many things go right on the day, and that's why it's so important to uh to celebrate them when when you do have a good day. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Mick, that's a wrap, mate. Uh, thanks for your time. All the best with your running in the future, mate. So, uh, yeah, just hope that uh, maybe Melbourne, you'll get that couple of minutes you're after or the sub-220 in a few years to come, mate. Thanks very much for having me, Aston. Uh, thank you very much, mate, and uh, enjoy it. you going to do a Sunday long run this week or are you still in the chill mode? Um, I might try and get out for an hour or so. Yeah, whatever I feel like, really. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best part about the recovery, you. If you want to run, yeah, you run. If you don't, yeah, it is a good feeling, mate. It, it is a good feeling when when you have that option. You feel nah, I just stay in bed. It's minus six outside. I don't look. You're probably the same when it's when it's minus six, but it's blue sky, no wind. Canberra is beautiful, but when it's been windy like it has been, like today, forty k suddenly straight off the snowy mountains. Yeah, it's 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 a tough gig. Yeah, I def- definitely felt that wind today. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm paddling these days, so yeah, definitely feel it on the water. I've got the old chill blades on the on the fingers now. So anyway. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I noticed you're doing doing a fair bit of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something different, mate. Keep myself busy, but uh, yeah, all good. All right, thanks heaps <laughs> for your time, mate. No worries. All right, mate, and I'll see you around. Actually, I'll see you park run in the morning. Oh yeah, cool. See you then. All right, mate. See you, mate. See ya. Okay, bye.